Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the HMO Podcast. In this episode, I want to explore an observation I've made recently about myself, and that is to do with a feeling of guilt that I've found lingering after I haven't posted for a day or two. Now, I'm not a robot, and I do tend to post most days on social media. In fact, some days I post more than once, and I post across a number of channels. So it is unusual for me not to post almost every single day. But there are days when things get in the way, and there are days when I just can't be bothered. I've got other plans, other priorities, and perhaps it just escapes me, but I still feel this lingering feeling of guilt. And the longer I leave it without posting, the more that feeling amplifies. And I am confident that this is a feeling that a lot of people can relate to. So I want to talk about that in this episode. And I want to explore the idea behind it. And I want to talk about whether or not it's a justified feeling. How important is it to be posting so regularly on social media? And of course, there's a spectrum here because depending on where we are with our business and what stage we're at and what else we've got going on in our lives, it's going to be a priority that we've got to fit in somewhere. And that might be for some of us a really top priority, something we must do, really important. And for for some of us, it's not going to be as important. There are going to be far more important things that we need to do and that we need to prioritise. Yet, I think that this feeling of not posting on social media probably doesn't change in the same manner. I think if you're building and scaling out a property business and you're, you're watching lots of people do it on social media, I am confident that you will have it ingrained in you that social media and posting regularly on social media is a really important activity. So I want to talk about that today. And let's get get to the bottom of whether or not that is a justified feeling to have. So when I asked myself recently about this, why do I feel guilty if I haven't posted? Which sounds crazy because it's a conscious decision I've made. Um, A few answers came to mind. The first one was this idea of whether or not I was letting people down. Am I letting my staff down or customers or my audience? And when I really thought about it, the the answer probably is no, I'm not. People aren't just sitting around waiting impatiently for our next post. I think maybe for the big influencers that may be different with millions of followers, but people are busy. We've all got different things to do. We're all interested in different things. And I don't think any of us are sat around desperately waiting for any one individual or business to put out their next post. So I can scratch that off the list straight away. Another answer that came to mind was, will people forget about me if I haven't posted for a day or two? When I said it out loud, it just sounded ridiculous. Of course, people aren't going to forget us if we haven't posted for a day or two. And if we haven't even managed to buy enough goodwill that gives us one or two days worth of grace when we haven't posted, we're probably not doing something quite right anyway. I'd be as inclined to say that people probably are trying to avoid um, us more than anything if they're not prepared to you know, be there and waiting around for a day or two. 
Another answer that came to mind was, um, are other people doing more than me? And I think this is so relevant and something that we're all seeded with. Honestly, there probably are some people who are doing far more than we are. Equally, there are probably a lot of people who are doing far less than we are. And we're also forgetting that the people who are doing more still have their days off where they don't post because they're human and they've got lives too. And we're just not taking note of that. We probably don't notice. Just like I said earlier, we it's unlikely that people are forgetting about us, that we're letting people down. Those people and those audiences are still there if you bought goodwill from them. So I think... You know, are other people doing more than me? Yes. Does it matter? Probably not. That's not why we should feel guilty about this. I think the final answer that came to mind when I asked myself this question about why I feel guilty when I haven't posted was whether or not I was missing opportunities. And I was pretty honest with myself about this one because when I thought about the idea of maybe missing a day or two, not posting for one or two days, then it's very unlikely that we've missed any real opportunity But I think there's a spectrum here and I have always been a big advocate for social media and it has definitely brought my businesses a lot of revenue through different forms. But I think there's a spectrum. The more we post, uh, the more opportunities are likely to come our way. The more goodwill we buy, the more authority that we build, the more customers that we can attract, the more leads that we can generate, the fewer posts we do, the less frequently we engage with people, the less likely we are to see opportunities. So there is a spectrum, but one or two days, is it likely to make a real difference? Probably not. But if we're consistently doing that, then yeah, of course, it is going to have a bit of an impact on the outcome of using social media. What I found is that while missing one or two posts, you know, can lead to this feeling of guilt, but probably doesn't actually materially affect the business what can often happen is that one or two missed posts can lead to a drop in engagement and that drop in engagement can lead to a bit of demotivation and a lack of enthusiasm for the next post and that can very quickly spiral into a bit of a slump in our social media activity and that's a bit more dangerous and not physically I know we're not at risk but I think it's more dangerous for our business because when we're in a slump, a bit of a funk, it's difficult to get out of it and we lose our momentum, which is really important on social media. So I want to come back around to this question. How important is social media to our property businesses? That really depends on what stage we're at. It's going to be a priority for some and not as much of a priority for others. And we've all got to figure that out for ourselves. I think we've got to be really honest about it. And I think most most of us are led to believe that it's far more important than it is. But there is no doubt at all, certainly in my mind, that social media can be an incredibly vital part of the marketing that you do for your property business, whether it's raising private finance or building your authority to perhaps get you some magazine articles or into podcasts which can promote your business. Perhaps it's just building network contacts and people who can support you or provide services to your business. It is and can be incredibly important, but we've all got to figure out where we sit with that. For me, it is really, really important. It has been for many, many years, but at the very start of the businesses that I was growing, 
it wasn't important at all. What was important was getting down on the ground into properties and doing viewings. It was meeting people locally who could help me grow my business. So agents and builders and other tradesmen. It was understanding the numbers and understanding the amenities in the areas that I was trying to buy properties. And it was actually understanding the concept of what I was trying to do, what I was trying to achieve, trying to refine my strategy. I didn't spend that much time on social media. And if I'd have spent anywhere near as much time as I do now, then on social media, I don't think I would have got anywhere at all. Because honestly, social media eats up a lot of time. It certainly can do if you don't do it in the right way. And we're going to talk about that in this post as well. And that's definitely one of the ways that it can help managing the time that you spend on social media and using it more effectively. So why do we struggle on social media then? For me, you know, often life gets in the way. I just get busy. We all get busy. Things come left field. We get thrown a curveball, but stuff gets in the way. One of the things is that we just don't prioritise social media like we do other business stuff. We might think we do. We might have had that conversation as a business and said, look, social media is really important. If we want to raise private finance, then we need to be posting regularly and doing this and this. But we don't actually do anything with that priority. We don't find the time. We don't diarise it. We don't say that we're going to do this before we do anything else on that day or we're going to spend a certain amount of time this week doing and committing to social media but in our heads we told ourselves it is a priority so there is this misalignment there I think for a lot of us with social media and our business often a lot of us don't have a plan and this is so important this is one of the main reasons why I think people do struggle with social media not having a plan means that you're constantly having to find new ideas and create content off the cuff which is really really tough A lot of people, particularly in the earlier stages of growing their business, might not have seen a tangible benefit yet. And perhaps this is you, or perhaps you've been running your business a long time and using social media for a while and you have seen tangible benefits from it. But social media is a long play. It really isn't a short win, a quick win at all. And we've got to understand that because if we don't and we're looking for quick wins, we'll be disappointed very, very quickly. And that leads to demotivation and we start skipping posts, a loss of engagement, a drop of engagement, and then all of a sudden we're there in that slump um, and we're not really doing much with our social media plan. One of the other reasons I think we can often struggle posting on social media is because we are comparing ourselves to other people. We see some of the great things that other people are doing and then we look at what we've got or what we're able to prepare and we think, oh, it's not good enough. So we don't post it, which is crazy. We're just picking out the highlight reel of other people and forgetting that probably 70-80% of their posts are nowhere near as good as this. And after all, it is consistency on social media and delivering your message uh, that is far more important. So now we've addressed this question of why we're feeling guilty about not posting. We need to look at the solution and the solution lies in getting clarity on how important social media is for our business. We need to thoroughly understand whether or not this is a key activity. And not only do we need to understand how important social media is to our business, but we need to understand how important it is amongst everything else that we're doing in our business at the minute. And only we can decide that. 
But getting clarity on this is the single most important thing we can do here. And once we've got that clarity, we can commit to a plan. And that plan might be that we do post on social media every day and we find and put resources in place to make sure that that is the case. And we'll go on to that shortly. But if it is the case that it's not as important, then we need to drop the activity or set aside only a certain amount of time for that activity and stick to that. And that might be that we post three times a week as opposed to five times a week or seven times a week. So once we've got clarity and let's say we've decided that social media is a key activity for the business, let's talk about the solution to managing it. this because we're all human, we're not robots. There are going to be days when with the best will in the world, we're not going to be able to pick up our phones or write a great piece of content. So we need to start planning our content and strategy. And I think this is one of the simplest and easiest solutions to dealing with the difficulties in posting regularly on social media. I have a content plan that is constantly updated. And not only do I have a plan about what I'm going to post, I actually have the content written in advance. Most of it anyway. There are certain things that happen and I'll post ad hoc, but I have huge amounts of content prepared so that when I do have those days where I'm running out of time or I just can't be bothered, I will go to the vault and I'll pick a great piece of content, stick it on the gram with an image and it's all done. And I even save loads of images in my drafts so that I'm not scrolling through my phone or trying to link to my OneDrive account where we've got loads of photos. So planning your content strategy and actually finding time amongst your other business activities to do that is really, really important. And this will help fill the gaps where those one or two days, you're just not feeling it at all. Don't force it. Creating content works better when you're in a creative flow. And that creative flow will go up and down. And, you know, when when you're in flow, when things are on point, it's going to be so much easier to create content. Ideas are flowing, you've got time, you're feeling energetic, you're motivated to do it. Use that opportunity to get loads of great content down because it's so valuable. And you'll be amazed about how much content you can create and store. When you're not feeling it, that's not the time to be trying to force it. You'll find it very difficult to write good, unique content that people will engage with. So Instead, use that time to do other things. Do you and only you. Forget about what everybody else is trying to do. You've got to commit to your business and only your business. It's okay to look at other people for inspiration and ideas, but people are going to engage with you. People are going to follow you for you and nothing else. So just focus on doing what you do, what you know. Don't try and be an expert in other areas. Don't try and make your business or what you're doing look any different to how it is. It's so much easier to post about stuff that you know, stuff that you're doing, and you'll find that it's much easier to get in a rhythm with your content. So do you, don't do anybody else. Play the long game. I said it earlier and I'm going to say it again because it's so important. If you're looking for quick wins on social media, you're going to be really disappointed, particularly in the property industry. Most things in property (laughs) take a lot of time. So we've got to get used to this. And social media is definitely one of those things where we 
expect rapid results. We think things are going to happen instantly, but that's just not the case. You've got to take the time to buy goodwill, to demonstrate reliability, to demonstrate your business and your skills. And that all takes a long, 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 long time particularly if you want to generate leads from it. So once you accept that, uh, it'll take a lot of pressure off you and you'll find that the whole process is so much more enjoyable. And when it's enjoyable, it's much easier to create good, unique content. Don't set expectations that you can't maintain. I think this is really important to tackling this problem. If you tell yourself that you're going to post seven days a week, and you really do not have the capacity to do that, you're only going to end up disappointed. You've got to be really honest about this. If you've decided it's a high priority, you've got to give yourself the resources to do that. And that will typically mean putting and setting time aside so that you can actually post. If you don't do that, you're going to end up disappointing yourself because the expectations you set are going to be so hard to maintain. The other solution to this, and again, looking at the long play, is to begin to systemize what you're doing. Like anything, and you'll know me, I'm big on putting systems in place to scale. And you can do exactly the same with social media. You can use all sorts of apps and you can draw on resources. You can outsource some components of your social media. You can repurpose content to help start systemize and then eventually scale your social media presence and eventually that will bring you more opportunities, more leads, it'll grow your audience, more of everything and that's the whole point but it will take time to do. The one thing I would advise everyone doesn't do is post about being busy after you've had those couple of days off. That's such a wasted opportunity. If you're going to post and come back from a bit of a slump for a few days Make sure it's a good post. Re-engage people. Remind them that your content's great and remind them why they're following you. Don't tell them that we're busy and that's why we haven't posted. What we're really saying is social media is not a priority. My audience isn't my priority. And hey, people are not going to be that appreciative of that. Uh, Maybe it'll only be subconscious, but still, it's just not a great thing to do. And it's so easy to avoid. Use that time well. If you're going to find the time to post, use it and do a really good post. And remember, don't feel guilty about this. We're all human. We're not robots. I know some people out there who post on social media like a machine, but they have a lot of support to do this because they've been able to grow their businesses or they have prioritized this exercise within their business. And they have lots of help and lots of resources and lots of kit to allow them to do that. But they are potentially at a very different stage in their business and doing that at different stages of their business may not have been the right thing to do. So remember, don't feel guilty about that. I hope this has been an interesting podcast. I think it definitely is a relatable subject. Don't get me wrong. What I want to do is caveat this episode with the fact that I do think social media is an incredibly important part of business these days. I don't think it's an alternative to a website. I think a website still has its place. And I think it's more important for some of us than it is for others. And it's definitely more important for parts of our services or different parts of our business and different times in our business. But it definitely is a really important activity. So while I am 
and have talked about solutions to plug the holes when you haven't been able to post or you don't think you'll be able to post, I do think it's so, so important that you've got a good social media presence and that you're talking about business and that you're sharing what you're doing, particularly if what you're trying to do is raise private finance. That's about it for this episode. So if you are feeling guilty about not posting on social media, you are normal. You are just like me and you are probably just like everybody else. I hope you found it interesting and I hope you've been able to relate to it. As always, if you could spend a couple of minutes just to leave me a review, I would massively appreciate it. And if you get the time to share the podcast and tell everybody that it's live and that you're listening, I would also massively appreciate that. Thanks again so much for joining me and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.